everyone, this is Leslyn Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today I have an excerpt from a self-caring special interest group class that was offered by Lipedema Simplified in 2021. Brenda Gold, who is presenting, is a woman with lipedema and she is also a coach for Lipedema Simplified. She specializes in a technique called emotional releasing. In this excerpt, Brenda describes how our inner critic can be an obstacle to self-caring. Discovering our true self can be a pathway to turning our inner critic into an inner supporter. Your inner critic can be an obstacle to establishing radical self-caring. And here it Lipedema simplified, we always want to keep things simple. We know that having lipedema and your history with lipedema probably has given you a lot of complications. So we want to keep it simple. But inner critics complicate self-care by providing a continuous barrage of criticism. Our inner critics can make taking care of ourselves really difficult by telling us that we're not doing things well enough, that we have to be perfect about everything, that we can't make a mistake, and that this kind of attitude can make self-caring less joyful and satisfying. It can lead to giving up. And what we really don't want to do is make self-caring just one more thing that our inner critic can beat us up about. So, what to do about our inner critic. After all, it's part of us. We just found that out. It's part of our culture. It's part of our brain. It's been wired in during our growing up. And it's part of our mind. So we might think that we're stuck with it. But are we really? There are some ways of trying to deal with our inner critic that really are not going to work too well. So we're going to not do that. So like, for instance, beating up on your inner critic is not going to work. So there's no point in criticizing or blaming ourselves for having an inner critic, because that's just the inner critic criticizing itself. And it sets up a vicious cycle that really won't work. Also, arguing with the inner critic can just seem like an out of control political debate with talking over, shouting down and no one changing their mind. So we don't want that. Also, the idea of just getting rid of your inner critic or banishing it, rejecting it, repressing it or silencing it also doesn't work. Being a critic is a role that part of me took on in a culture that wired me to be self-critical. Trying to get rid of an inner critic is like trying to get rid of part of yourself that's always attached to yourself. So it doesn't work to try and cut out a part of yourself. So scary and overwhelming as our inner critics can seem, our inner critics really have some energy and some creativity that we need. The truth is that our inner critic thinks that performing the critic role is necessary to our well-being. 
our critic thinks that in some way it's helping us to survive in the world and in the culture that we live in. But here's the problem. Our inner critic is mistaken. A continuous barrage of criticism is not helpful in learning to love ourselves, to take care of ourselves and to heal. So how can we change the situation and regain wholeness and well-being? And here's the good news. This is something that my husband used to say all the time, that anything learned can be unlearned. So the good news is that our inner critic role was learned by part of ourselves. We're not born with an inner critic. We learned it. And anything learned can be unlearned. The energy and creativity that our critic uses now to make us feel bad and discouraged can be redirected to helping us with our self-caring journey. And unlearning is just like learning. It takes some examples, and that's where listening to the stories of other women and how they've achieved self-caring in their lives can be helpful. It takes attention, time, practice, and at least one good teacher. Everyone's born with the ability to learn. So these babies, these adorable babies are born with the ability to learn. It's one of the things that you just, they, young babies, when you see them, they just are driven to learn. But in one of the most astonishing discoveries in the last 20 years is that every newborn baby has an inner self. And the structure of this inner self is the same for every baby, including the baby that you were, even though all of them are unique. It's kind of like snowflakes. The structure is the same, but no two snowflakes develop exactly the same. They have uniqueness. So let's turn to the, looking again at the true self that a baby has. This baby has a true self, even as a baby. That baby's true self is whole and complete and cannot be damaged. And this baby's true self, the characteristics that we were talking about, the structure that every true self has, yours included, is a true self is calm, curious, confident, connected, courageous, and compassionate. Pretty fantastic, eh? That's what each of us, a resource that each of us can call on in our journey of self-caring. So how can we keep self-caring simplified? Allow your true self to be your guide. Ask your true self to help you set the goals for self-caring so that you get them exactly right for you. Allow your true self to be the ultimate problem solver. And allow your true self to set your pace, not your critics. The first steps in self-caring is learn to recognize your true self. The next steps are 
Recognize the parts where you feel shaky and vulnerable and allow your true self to support, soothe and heal you. And then third steps, when your vulnerable parts feel safe and willing, allow your true self to listen to the critic with calm, curiosity, confidence, courage and compassion. And together, you can transform your inner critic to an inner supporter. Thank you, Brenda. That was wonderful information. I remember being part of that self-caring special interest group, and it was really a fabulous class. And thank you also to you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema Flash Briefing. Hi there, this is Catherine Sayo with a very quick and exciting announcement. Just to let you know, our three-day event, Heart to Heart, is coming up March 31st, April 1 and 2. Make sure you don't miss it. We have speakers coming from all over the world and an amazing schedule for interaction with all of the community. It's going to be spectacular. Go to lipedema-simplified.org and be sure to click the link to get more information. And we'll see you there.